Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And, of course, they have Junior Bergen T-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. At Blackfoot Communications, we're experts at keeping your business technology up and running. From networks and security to communications and 24-7 support, we evaluate your current state infrastructure and deploy the right technology solution for your future. Whether your company is just starting out or is looking to take the next step, Blackfoot is here to help. Call 866-541-5000 or visit goblackfoot.com slash business to learn more. It's 4 o'clock. Welcome to Tutel and Nuanes, Montana's only statewide sports talk show. Broadcast on 102.9 ESPN Radio for Western Montana and across the state on SWX Television. I like football! Now, sports talk from Montana for Montana. Live from the Kurtz Polaris studio, here is Ryan Tutel and Coulter Nuanes. Big Sky Conference football preseason team announced. The Grizzlies have a player of the year on their club. And baseball is off and running. Hi, boys and girls. How are you? It is to tell and one is, or as I was told 10 minutes before, totally to tell today. The name of the show as a result of the fact Coulter he ain't here. It's just me and all of you, and I appreciate you being along with me on a Friday afternoon. I'm happy to be with you rolling on down into your weekend. Hope you're having a wonderful day, lovely day across the state of Montana. So thanks for being there on ESPN Radio and SWX Montana Television and the World Wide Web. Well, how about that thing? 1029ESPN.com. You go there to our website. You can listen live all the time. The stream is available 24 hours a day and that includes, of course, this show live when you uh, would like to listen to it. The stream available thanks to Opportunity Bank. Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. If you would like to pick up your phone and call or text, okay? That's right. We're upgrading this thing. Call or text 361-3688, the phone number, 361-3688. That is a 406 area code if you are uh, keeping score at home. 361-3688. All guests join us via the Rangage Brothers RV phone line today. In the show today, let's take a look at what we got. First of all, we're going to go through the Big Sky Conference all-conference teams, focusing primarily, of course, on uh, the University of Montana and Montana State. Six Grizzlies in total on these two teams, and only two Montana State Bobcats with, I think, a pretty significant snub. So we will get into there. And the MVPs. Not going to bury the lead here. Jace Lewis, linebacker of the University of Montana, uh, tabbed as the Big Sky Conference defensive preseason MVP player of the year, ever you want to talk about it. So certainly a significant uh, honor. Eric Berrier, by the way, the quarterback at Eastern Washington, the offensive uh, preseason MVP in the league. So we'll go through that. Uh, we'll hear a little bit, uh, uh, you know, in general from all that. It was day two of the Big Sky Conference media days uh, where that was announced. Also, uh, we will get into a little bit of baseball. There was 
was a six-inning game that ended in rain. Of course, the first game of a very, very late start to a baseball season, and we can't even finish that. Thank you very much, 2020. Nonetheless, the Yankees win last night. The Dodgers win last night. Mookie Betts signs a 12-year, $365 million deal before playing then in his first game with his new very long-term team, the Los Angeles Dodgers. So we will uh, take a look at that. And also, I told you yesterday I wanted to see about the numbers in terms of television viewing. I have them here. We'll get into them about a half an hour from now. Uh, Also, this is cool, uh, the... NF the NHSFR National High School uh, uh, Rodeo Finals Rodeo took place at the Lazy E Arena in Guthrie, Oklahoma, and five Montana kids finished in the top ten in their respective events. So we'll go through who those kids were and where they finished. And by the way, a top ten finish. Many of these events have a hundred. 125, 150, 170 participants to so to to be in the top 10, uh, quite an accomplishment when you talk about the National High School uh, Finals Rodeo. Fantastic stuff. So we'll go through that a little bit, get you some updates uh, and 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 some re- some some results from this week that was uh, the National High School Finals Rodeo. Top of the hour. We will get into some sound. It was the coaches yesterday. It's the players today. Samari Toure from the University of Montana, outstanding wide receiver for the Grizzlies, obviously had a record-setting season last year, returns for his senior year. And Lewis Kidd, the offensive lineman for Montana State. They were the two player representatives. And I got a bunch of stuff for you from those two guys in the top of the next hour. We also may get into, if we got time, a little bit of uh, foot college football stuff. Notre Dame trying to explore the possibility of joining the ACC for conference football play for this year and this year only. And we'll get into why and why I think it just seems like a little bit of semantics, like it's you could just let it happen. It doesn't have to be this big deal. But in any case, we will go through that. And I got a little good news for you. I got a little good news for you, okay, where everybody's looking for good news. My man Juan Manuel Ballestero, solo dolo, sailed across the Atlantic to be with his dad for his 90th birthday. How about that? Have that, COVID. I'm just taking to the seas, okay? So there you go. There's the show today. Uh, plenty to get to. Happy uh, to uh, to have you along on a Friday. Before we go one step further, we got ourselves a little Florence Coffee Company coffee break. We do this every Friday afternoon around here. Happy to uh, get myself today a Lotus. Have you had one of these? This is like green coffee bean extract with some flavoring in it. I went for raspberry. If you're, uh, you know, wanting to bring me a present, raspberry is my favorite berry, okay? And also my favorite, you know, flavor generally on drinks and uh, candies and things like that. Anyway, I got myself a, a raspberry lotus. If I start talking really, really fast in about the next 15 or 20 minutes, that's going to be why. Tommy, what did you get back there? You ended up with, uh, you know, your standard black Americano. You've been working on that. Short triple thing. Americano. Yeah, it tastes really good. Now I'm happy. <laughs> I, dude, I've been trying to put these speakers up on the wall for yeah. four months, and I just got it done in, like, three minutes. Reese went to Burger King and came back, and I got it done, and he said, wow. You know, business owners out there should really consider just, like, a corporate Florence Coffee Company card. Yes. That you get, that that the employees can just take. I mean, you want to talk about productivity. You get a Lotus down. You get a triple Americano down. That house is going to be built in a day. It's true. You know? How do so, you think we built your studio in 60 days? I mean, I, I don't believe me. I got no idea. I was certainly not here doing it. It would have been a complete net loss to have me involved in that process. I learned way. that each time you walked in. Yeah. And if something else falls apart, can you hold this screw? Sure. With what? Oh, okay. My hands. All right. Got it. Uh, any case, boys and girls, it's Friday. Okay, you're going to have an enjoyable weekend. Stay up a little late tonight. Sleep in tomorrow. Get yourself a Lotus, okay? Natural energy and high energy, I might add. The Lotus drinks over at the Florence Coffee Company, along with their, of course, wide array of uh, beverages there. So our thanks to the Florence Coffee Company for sponsoring the Friday afternoon Flow Cocoa Coffee Break. Is that too many Cocos? I don't know. Uh, the 
Second day, day two of two of the Big Sky Conference Football Media Days was today. Yesterday, uh, they unveiled the Big Sky uh, Conference preseason polls, both uh, media and coaches polls, and the top three were the same. Weber State 1, Montana 2, Montana State 3. Okay, In fact, Eastern Washington 4, I believe it was Sacramento State at 5. So the top five were the same in both polls. Today, you get into the individuals. We'll hear from the players, as I talked about at the top of the hour, but they released the all America, uh, the all conference team, excuse me, for the preseason for this year. Okay, the conference MVPs—that's the big award, right? For the offense and the defense—is as follows: Eric Berrier, Eastern Washington's quarterback, is not surprisingly, I would say, your preseason conference uh, MVP. He was fifth. Last year in the Walter Payton Award voting, right, for the, 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 the best offensive player in the country, flat out, national award. Uh, he was a third-team All-Big Sky selection, which, you know, third-team, well, how good is that? Well, very good when you consider the likes of, of Kevin Thompson and Case Cookus and Dalton Sneed and all the great quarterbacks that were in the league last year. An outstanding season, once again, by Eric Berrier. He finished, are you ready for this, second in the FCS in total offense with 355.8 yards per game and third in passing. In fact, he finished his junior season with six games of 300 yards or more passing. And this one, this is the astounding. This is the Aaron Rodgers stat for you. Completed 239 passes. Goose egg in the interceptions column. No interceptions. He set the school's single-season record for interceptions to uh, to attempts ratio. Uh, incredible. And again, if you had, we, we we have been a little bit. I know a lot of people have been down on Eastern Washington. The trajectory of the team after having been in a national championship has been sort of step by step down. And I think this is a big year. This is a prove-it year for Aaron Best, as Coulter talked about a couple days ago. And there's uh, no question that he's right about that. That said, Eric Berrier you always have a chance when you have a player like him who does it with his legs and his arm now in his senior season. And I wish him the best because he is one of the most exciting players in this conference to play. I mean, there's a handful of guys that you get your money's worth when you go watch them play football. And he is very high on that list. And I hope for him that this this season is a successful one, not just for him personally, but for the team, because he deserves it. I mean, he's 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 a phenomenal football player. So we'll see how things go in Cheney, but uh, he is the preseason MVP on the offense. On the defense, Montana Grizzly linebacker Jace Lewis. Townsend native, right? And was fifth last season in total tackles in the conference. Obviously, uh, we know who was number one, right? But when you talk about uh, Dante Olson being the Buck Buchanan Award winner to have the number two line uh, linebacker on the team also be top five in tackles in the conference pretty remarkable and we we've talked about the scheme and the 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 very unique defense that Bobby Houck employs and kind of the five high shell and the way they use an extra safety and uh, and all that but. Uh, Jace Lewis, you guys still got to have the dudes, right? You still got to have the dudes to do it, and he he earned that. He got that uh, preseason nod. He was uh, uh, an all-conference uh, team last year. He was preseason All-American already in this offseason, and again, 131 tackles. Uh, by the way, not just number five in the conference, top 25 in the entire nation, 65 total solo tackles last year, 12 TFLs, and they had a career a uh, single game high of 17 tackles and then in six games with double digits of tackles last season. And again, that's playing alongside the guy who won the award for the best defensive player in the country. I mean, that is remarkable productivity regardless of scheme, regardless of anything. Jace Lewis uh, earned this and he is he is a phenomenal football player and obviously big things uh, expected of him and the whole unit, frankly, uh, this season for the Montana Grizzlies. So there's the two big individual awards. Let's take a look at the teams, though, in general. Gus, the first meal I had outside my own home following the quarantine was at your house. Brought over a bunch of meat. I brought over my Alpine Touch, but I didn't bring it home. I forgot it at your place. Our first meal was made better, as every meal is made better, by Alpine Touch on basically everything. I put Alpine Touch hickory smoke on my cereal in the morning. <laughs> it's, it's reached that level of usage. And the fact that you left it, I knew that you left it at my house. You brought it over, left it at my house. And like a real jerk, I said nothing to you because I was like, 
Well, that's mine, dude. That's it. You came to my house, you left it in my house, and I'm eating all of it. We've gotten so far into this Alpine Touch obsession, I think, that I actually think we might be able to host a podcast about all the things that you can make with Alpine Touch. It would be short, everything. (laughs) They have a bunch of different varieties of spices, as we know. Uh, They are local from the state of Montana, Shoto, shout out, original Alpine Touch, and it's great when it's not just local, when it's not just supporting the state of Montana, but when it's also actually the best thing that you can get. I mean, when it comes to spices, uh, it's second to none. So, boys and girls, use your Alpine Touch. Colter, tell them where they can get it. AlpineTouch.com, no matter where you're at in the entire world listening to this, if you are in the United States of America and you make an order of over $50, which, you know, if you get yourself the Grand Slam and maybe some barbecue sauce some sunflower seeds, you're there. Free shipping anywhere in the United States of America right now. Uh, so go to AlpineTouch.com. They're rolling out all their summer Big Mountain flavor packages. The sunflower shoots are really, really good as well. Alpine Touch has got you covered. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. Tutel Nuanas, 102.9 ESPN Radio. Ryan Tutel here, Colter Nuanas, I don't know, gallivanting about on holiday. So good for him. Happy that he can do it. Uh, I thought these teams – I thought – I thought the teams were about right uh, in general, uh, but there is one glaring miss as far as I'm concerned when you talk about the state of Montana and who's on this team and who's not. First of all, six Montana Grizzlies are on this. 66% of the wide receivers are Montana Grizzlies. No surprise there. Sammy Akem and Samori Torre, both on the uh, preseason team. By the way, this is not like the postseason's awards where there's a first, second, and third all-conference all team. This is just one team, okay, and you're you're on it or you're not. That's the deal. So uh, there's not different levels to this or honorable mentions, that sort of thing. Samuel Akem, Samori Toure, uh, the two Montana wide receivers, senior wide receivers, an outstanding tandem, and, and with, without question the best wide receiving group and the two – you know, the, the best wide-receiving wide tandem in the conference are at the University of Montana. By the way, Pierre Williams, the other wide receiver, the third one to get in there uh, from Sacramento State. This one, I like this. Conlon Beaver also getting the nod on the all-conference team. Good for him. Uh, he's worked very hard and uh, and has been on a unit that, first of all, took it on the chin a couple years ago, was much improved last year, and they're looking you know, to to take yet another step on that offensive line. And Conlon Beaver expected to lead that group, but he's getting a nod on this thing as well. Kick returner, no surprise. You take two to the house in a season, it's pretty tough to turn, you know, and uh, and not give it to you. But Malik Flowers, who also, you know, we've talked about before, where is he in, as a wide receiver, right? I mean, how how can a guy that fast, that great as a kick returner on special teams not be more involved in the passing game? We'll see what happens this year. But Malik Flowers, your uh, preseason kick returner on the special team side. And then on the flip side, defensively, obviously, Jace Lewis, who we already talked about uh, on the team. And then Robbie Howard. Houck, Junior Robbie Houck, perhaps the name rings a bell. Uh, he was, I think he was like sixth or eighth or something like that in tackles. I mean, they had three guys in the top ten in tackles in, in the conference last season, the Montana Grizzlies, but uh, phenomenal safety and uh, uh, everything about the way that he plays, you just have to you have to love it, right? I mean, the, the reckless abandon, the toughness, the instincts, the knowledge, which you know is, is maybe no surprise, and yet when you watch it actually play out on the field, really impressive. So Robbie Houck, uh, I think rightfully getting uh, onto this preseason all-conference team. For Montana State, two players. Two players, uh, again, probably not all that surprising, both offensive linemen. Taylor Tuiasasopo and Lewis Kidd. And Lewis Kidd is a standout in this respect. There were only three players. There's 33 guys listed on these two T. You get the offense, the defense, the special teams. Uh, you get 33 total players that make this conference team. Three of them were unanimous selections. One of those three was Lewis Kidd. By the way, Ty Whitworth, another offensive lineman, outstanding offensive lineman from uh, Weber State, was uh, a, a unanimous pick. And then defensively, the only defensive unanimous pick, a guy who flies under the radar unless you (laughs) have watched Portland State, but that's Anthony Adams, their defensive back who was a safety, maybe rotating back to corner this season, uh, but just a phenomenal player out of Portland State. He was also a unanimous selection from this group. But Lewis Kidd, Taylor Tuiasasopo, certainly well-deserved. It bears obvious mentioning that when you talk about 
Troy Anderson redshirting, that would be the only explanation why he's not on this list and probably uh, even an MVP candidate as well. Uh, So he, you know, I think as soon as the announcement that he would be redshirted was made, then that kind of removed him from the ballot, so to speak. The other guy who I am really surprised is not on this list is Amandre Williams. Now, nothing against Josiah Erickson out of Sac State, George Tarlis, who's fantastic again out of Weber State. By the way, Weber State, they're the number one team preseason here, uh, expected you know to win the league or whatever, how you would want to talk about it. Eight players they got on out of the 33 on this uh, on this preseason team. But Amandre Williams is going to have a monster year. And I think when it's all said and done, partially because of the guys who, who graduated, the production that is now going to be not just available but necessary to be made for Montana State, I think Amandre Williams is going to get the lion's share of that. And if he stays healthy, he his, his floor is very, very high in terms of what the productivity that he's going to have. And I think at the end of the day, he's going to be a first-team all-conference player at the, when, you know, when it's all said and done at the end of the year. Uh, I understand that he doesn't have some of the production last season you know sometimes it's about well how who were the best returners right what juniors last year sophomores last year were such great players that you know you have to pencil them in they had x amount of sacks tfls tackles however you want you know all, all this uh, loading up on the stats Amandre Williams may not have that, but again, when you look at the guys that aren't there anymore, Derek Marks, Bryce Sterk, et cetera, uh, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. The other guy who I think probably isn't on this list, and I don't think it's I don't think it's a miss necessarily. Uh, I understand why, but certainly could be for Montana State is Isaiah Fonse. Uh, and frankly, Marcus Knight has a pretty, I mean, 24 dang touchdowns. What more can you do? I mean, I think he had the second most touchdowns in all of college football last year behind Jonathan Taylor of Wisconsin, right? I mean, he he was as utterly and completely productive as it gets. Isaiah Fonse, though, as far as I'm concerned, is the best running back in the conference this season, okay? The best running back in the conference. He's not on this list because he was injured last year, missed about three, three and a half, four games, but... When he was right, what he did in the amount of time that he was there was unbelievable. The other reason that he's not on this list is because Josh Davis out of Weber State and Elijah Dawson from Sac State are both phenomenal running backs, too. I mean, they're well-deserved. So, again, I don't find that to be a snub, that Isaiah Fonse, Marcus Knight are not on this list. But there's a bunch of great running backs. I mean, this is the this is like the NBA All-Star team situation where they're, they, 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 they're still picking like a center right to be a starter in the all-star game when so so now you 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 move it out and now you got clear like you got first team all pro guys who aren't starters in the all-star game because of the way the teams are picked you got a guy you know uh uh kevin you know uh uh well you know you you, you want to get a name out there and then you can't you can't figure it out but anyway you get a bunch of of a list of guards put together and only six of them can be on the first, second, and third team all NBA team. But, you know, the two after that are sitting here starting in the uh, in the All-Star game because they the way that they've set it up by position. I think in football it makes more sense to set it up by position because that's what you have to do. But when you have a, a handful, three, four, five, six, really good. I mean, great running backs to pick from. And only two of them can make the list. That's what you get. So there you go. That is the kind of overall flavor of the uh, entire uh, uh, Big Sky Conference preseason picks. I think the picks are good. If you would like to talk about the picks that there are or the picks that there are not, feel free. 361-3688, 361-3688, the phone number. Uh, you can also text in and ask, you know, sort of, well, what about this guy? What about that guy? But in general, I think it's fair. Uh, and, and look, I mean, when you talk about the top two teams in the conference landing 14 out of 33. Throw the two in from Montana State. Half, half of the all-conference players are Weber State, Montana, Montana State. I mean, that's pretty impressive, right? Pretty impressive. 2 Tell New Orleans, 102.9 ESPN Radio. Quick break on the other side. What are we going to get into? How about Major League Baseball? Two games last night. I'm not going to spend too much time going into the specifics of what happened, although the lightning storm happening behind Rob Manfred while he was being interviewed was impressive. But we will uh, go through that and also some of the TV numbers and my thoughts about why baseball is in a better spot than everybody wants to admit. So we'll get into that right after this. Hey, the second annual Smoke on the Water 
presents fire in the hole. I've been telling you about this for a little while. This is your last chance because it's tomorrow. Nine-hole golf scramble tomorrow at Linda Vista Golf Course. You get there for registration at 1 o'clock. Shotguns start at 2. Festivities are going till 8. It's nine holes, so you're going to be done in time to have a very nice dinner catered by the Miller Creek Cafe. There, it's a you know it's a par three course. It's about every hole you know is uh, you know tee to green one shot. Guess what that means? A whole bunch of prizes. In fact, there's prizes to win on every single hole, including a side by side and a motorcycle from Grizzly Harley Davidson. You also got to check out the auction items. Go to cigars uh, cigarsonthewater.com cigarsonthewater.com live and silent auctions. They got artwork, fishing trip, a guided hunting trip. Full rounds of golf at the Country Club, some Jesse James bourbon. Okay, they got plenty of things in there. Go look at the full list of auction items at cigarsonthewater.com. You can also register. It's $125. Get your team together, okay, or just play yourself. It's going to be a great, great time. There's going to be drinks available. There's going to be live music out there as well. Some of the proceeds from the event going to the Western Montana Shrine Club. So, so it's a, for a good cause as well. Sign up right now, cigarsonthewater.com. Go register. It's tomorrow, people, cigarsonthewater.com. At Blackfoot Communications, we're experts at keeping your business technology up and running. From networks and security to communications and 24-7 support, we evaluate your current state infrastructure and deploy the right technology solution for your future. Whether your company is just starting out or is looking to take the next step, Blackfoot is here to help. Call 866-541-5000 or visit goblackfoot.com slash business to learn more. I, if I could get dancing like that out of you, Reese, every day, I would I would play this song for every re- rejoin we have, man. My man Reese is back here with a soldering iron putting together electronics. Just jamming. Good track. Good tracks. T-Tell New One is 1029 ESPN Radio. SWX Montana Television. How are you? Good to be with you. Happy Friday. We head into your weekend. Uh, if you would like to follow on Twitter, you can do that at Gus Tutel. At 1029 ESPN and at Skyline Sports MT. Uh, by the way, on the Skyline front, Coulter notably absent today, taking a vacay day. So good for him. Get out there, swing the sticks, take some time, get some, you know, personal rest. How is that PR, right? That's what it is. Uh, wanted to talk about it. By the way, in the last segment, Clay Thompson, who was, I was trying to think about. All I could get in my head was Kevin Thompson. I was doing a bunch of Big Sky Conference football. Couldn't get Kevin. Clay Thompson, right? He missed. He, he wasn't the, the uh, on the all-pro team. It cost him like $30 million because he wasn't on first, second, or third team all-NBA. And yet, like, Rudy Gobert was on the team because he's a center, right? But nobody's arguing, like, who's the better player, Rudy Gobert or Clay Thompson, but they got to do this thing by position. That's all I'm arguing. I'm just trying to explain, okay? I'll try and be clearer as we go. It's not my strongest suit, admittedly. All right. Uh, Major League Baseball, it is uh, being played right now. I'll give you an update here uh, in real time of some of the games that are going on around uh, Major League Baseball. But last night, we had our first taste of uh, professional baseball. The Washington Nationals, they fell 4-1 to the Yankees. That game got into the sixth inning and then was called due to rain. That is not a postponement. That is not a restart. That is just a flat-out dub, a six-inning win for the New York Yankees. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton, first home run of the year, 468 feet or something like that to straightaway center, just bombs away in the first inning, Uh, a two-run home run. He was the first, okay, you can mark it, in the the, uh, COVID-shortened 2020 season, first home run, Giancarlo Stanton, perhaps no surprise there. Uh, They get the win. Also, Mookie Betts, Fresh off signing his, uh, what was it, 12-year, $365 million deal. Played his first game with the Dodgers. He was okay. He wasn't great. One of five. Did score a run. He had two strikeouts. But the Dodgers, they had five runs in the seventh. They beat the Giants 8-1 to one, uh, last night in the first game of that season. Uh, by the way, last, last night, 
How about Enrique Hernandez? Four of five, five RBI and two runs scored. That's a pretty good line. Batting 800 on the season with five ribbies in your first game of the year. I mean, he's 160th of the way to a very nice season, right? Enrique Hernandez. Anyway, the Dodgers looked like you expected. And what all, what is on paper the two best teams, like the two teams that I think everybody is expecting and, frankly, I think would like to see in the World Series, the Yankees and the Dodgers, uh, looked looked like they were ready to roll last night. Very well done. I, uh, I'm i a Cubs fan. Everybody's aware of this. I certainly think the, the Cubs still got some talent over there of an outside look at, uh, at this deal. But... If you're gonna ask me, like you know, what would I like to see? What's the matchup I'd like to see? I think I think Dodgers Yankees would be phenomenal. I mean, those two lineups are just they're ridiculous, aren't they? They're a couple of all star lineups, top to bottom, and uh, big things are expected. But especially in a short season, man, you get there to the end pretty quick. I like both these teams. That would be uh, that would be a really fun World Series to see to culminate this whole thing. And I don't care about you know what a, what you know the Yankees and the, the what are, what are they? They're the Star Wars. They're the Star Wars bad guys. I forget the Evil Empire, something like that. I don't know. Uh, any case, I'm happy that we started on this thing. I also wanted to mention this. We talked about. We wanted to find out yesterday what's the what's the numbers going to look like for the NBA or for the uh, MLB opening night. How many people are going to watch? It's a five plus inning. Okay, just over a half length, and then you know rain delayed. Yankees national season opener. This is from Austin Carpies, the managing editor uh, and uh, digital at Sports Business Journal. Put together the numbers. ESPN averaged 4 million viewers for that Yankees Nationals season opener. That is an opening game record for the network. The previous was 3.7 million for the Cubs Cardinals opener in 2017. It was also the most watched MLB regular season game on any network since 2011. Now look, is there a reason that it was the most watched game <laughs> since 2011, the regular season? Of course, right? It's been 267 days, I think, since the last baseball game, regular season, well, a World Series game, I guess, right, uh, uh, was played. And there's also nothing else on, okay? Maybe you could, maybe you wanted to watch, you know, really into the first round or whatever, the golf tournament that's going on, the 3M. But this is the only show that is on. So when you don't have to compete for eyeballs for people who by the way have just been waiting for sports of really any sort, it's not a surprise that the numbers are what they are. Nonetheless, it was an odd viewing experience, right? I mean, as soon as the thing starts and you have, you know, you have the national anthem and then you, it's just quiet and then you have, you know, the players walk out and they're they're doing their thing, the home run gets hit. I realize the EA Sports, you know, piping in the sound and everything. That's all well and good. I I, I don't mind that by the way. I know a lot of people have kind of mixed feelings on that. It doesn't bother me at all. I, I kind of like having a little bit of that ambient noise there to add to the atmosphere. But Stanton's home run ball just sitting out there in the seats. They got a close-up of it. it. You know, it's just how many baseballs are these people going to have to go track down after the game is over? The cleaning crew, they're not cleaning up nachos and hot dogs and popcorn. They're cleaning up baseballs, right? So that's the only thing that's that's out there in the stands. Pretty interesting. Pretty unique. Uh, and and I wonder, everybody's talked about this from the angle of, of baseball and its competitiveness and how, you know, with every game, if you want to think about it as every game mattering, you know, threefold because it's one third the length of, the, of a regular of a normal season, uh, that this is going to be, you know, this sprint and exciting and so on and so forth. I think there's something to that. It's, I, I don't necessarily disagree with that perspective. I do think that there is going to become a uh, there's going to be a, become a certain wariness, weariness toward watching games where there just isn't the energy that a crowd brings. I mean, even the worst crowds in the MLB, eight, ten thousand 10,000 people, whatever, at least there's something when something happens. And, you know, if there's a disagreement, a, you know, an a, a argument with an umpire, you know, a great play, you get reactions. And we all know, you know, a packed baseball stadium for an MLB game is great. 
and it adds to the tension. You see people in the stands. You know what happens? You know in the, in the postseason, and they always cut to these people biting their fingers, and their head is in their you know hands. They just can't even watch the next pitch. Everything's on pins and needles. I mean. Even that, those visuals add greatly to the drama, and you can sense that tension. You can sense that uh, stress, if you will, and the players sense it, and it adds to it. You can talk about the 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 energy, the excitement that I think it was there. It's going to be there today, as a bunch of teams are opening their seasons today, uh, and technically day two, but really opening day in in its first significant way in Major League Baseball. There's going to be the energy and the excitement of finally getting back to it, finally playing playing meaningful baseball games. But, you know, when we get into mid-end of August, I wonder how much the product, television-wise, is going to suffer. I don't think the radio product it hurts it much at all. A little bit. But with that noise there, man, you get you still get the same call that you always get. I think I think that it is very very similar. But on the television, you can tell. I mean, there's a big difference. So we'll see how how much appetite people have for baseball and baseball with no fans. And by the way, the same thing is true for the NBA. I mean, they're playing in this bubble. Everybody can't wait to see the NBA. But what is a more fan interactive sport professionally than basketball? I don't think there is one. I mean, you've got everybody sitting on the sidelines, the who's who of whoever it is in Los Angeles and New York. You know, in those markets, you get, you know, the stars come out and especially the finals and everything like that. But just in general, you get these fans that are on the floor, right on, you know, yelling at players, uh, uh, coaches, referees, etc. And that's not going to be there, and I think it's going to be a very odd experience to have your anticipation for the sport returning, the excitement that is NBA basketball, met with silence, right? Broadly with silence. No reaction when a shot's made. I think it'll be fun to watch the players go at each other. I really do. And I think that that we will see who has the ability to to kind of motivate themselves and use the competition and the competition alone as the the fire for the effort that they're able to, to 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 put out there every night. But I do think that there's a lot of players, and this ain't wrong, but there's a lot of players that draw on the energy of the crowd to push them through a game. And that not being there, I think, is going to show up, especially in the NBA. So we'll see. With all that said, to tell new one is 1029 ESPN Radio. Baseball, despite the fact that I do think that we're going to hit a dry spell in viewing and people are going to sort of grow grow tired of, of watching this silent product where there's no, you know, there's no excitement or reaction, good, bad, or other when things happen during the course of a game because there's no fans. I think baseball is in a great spot. I know a lot of people have been naysaying baseball, saying that it's not going to, you know, that it's that it's shrinking, that it needs to grow. Coulter is always sitting across from me yammering on about how, you know, it used to matter nationally, now it doesn't. Basically, he's right, by the way. It doesn't it's it it isn't the national baseball brand that it once was. He thinks that's horrendous. I think it doesn't matter. In fact, I think there's a lot of ways in which it's good because the regionalization of baseball, the market by market nature of baseball has and and the proliferation of sports media and sports you know we all know about how many now sports television networks and root sports as the seattle mariners and fox sports you know ohio has you know the cleveland indians or the cincinnati reds or whatever it is um it used to be that most of the baseball games that were played in a season were not on television at all Okay, now every game is professionally and beautifully produced, some better, some not as good. But in general, you can watch every game that you care to. And the fact that, well, there's not that many people watching every game. Well, guess what? There are people there. are There's a lot. Every game is getting watched by some. And that was never the case before. And. People think that splintering and subdivision of the sport is is somehow a negative is somehow meaning that there's this this uh, fracturing that's happening in the sport and that therefore it's not as strong. Well, it's not a foundation of a house, okay? What you're talking about is isolating a product to a group of people that care about it, right? Watching the Braves and, and the Mets 
on Sunday night baseball, okay, that's fine. But if the city of New York and the city of Atlanta can watch the Braves 162 games a year, or in this case, 60 games, every single day on the networks that they only get, that's just, I mean, that's that's the best case scenario. And those outlets continue to grow, continue to have following. The teams continue to be important in their markets. And I think the game expands. And just because the game is tied to the team in the city as opposed to the sport in general, who's a baseball lover as opposed to a, quote, Red Sox fan or whatever, I don't think it matters that much. Everybody wants to grow, you know, their sport, right? In the NFL, everybody loves football, and it doesn't matter who's playing. And they have an advantage there. There's no question. But baseball doesn't need to have that. They don't need to have a national fan base that loves the sport no matter who's playing. They, You know, if they had it, that would be great. But that's not the direction that not just baseball, but that the world has gone. And it's because they have so many games. You can't, You cannot possibly... Watch 30 teams play 162 games. I mean, do the math. It's not possible. It's not reasonable. And you shouldn't strive for that. What you should do is exactly what baseball has done and allow each team in its own market to become the centerpiece for an entire six-month run and let people, as they're able and as they want to, just tune in. Oh, turn it on. What do you know? Fourth inning. What's the score? Oh, give me 20 minutes of this. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, there's a lot good with that, and I think baseball is in a place that is so much better than what people give it credit for just because it's not in the, quote, national spotlight. People think it's fading out. It's not fading out. It's growing, and it's going to continue to grow for the foreseeable future. That was your Burn Street Bistro Burn of the Week. Kind of a positive burn today, right? Not like super angry at anyone. I'm just telling you, like, baseball's fine. Baseball is okay. Now, the caveat, the one major caveat to this, they do have to play, right? Maybe this should have been the burn straight burn of the week. They have to play baseball. So we know that this negotiation or lack thereof that happened over the last couple of months that was basically just overhauled by Rob Manfred and he said nope I'm playing the trump card here you are all playing I have the power in this scenario to make you play you're going to go play that's all well and good don't pretend for a second like the owners and players union came to an agreement because they did not And now that this is a year where a new negotiation is supposed to take place we're already on bad footing that just got worse And so there is a very, very serious concern that these two entities will not figure it out, right? I mean, of of us, the sporting fan public, they have to have the worst relationship and therefore the least likely scenario in which they will figure it out of, of, I thought this year, I thought the NFL was in dire straits three, four years ago. I thought there is no way there wasn't going to be a strike in 2021. And then almost like no news whatsoever. Oh, news, new 10-year CBA, done. I, 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 I'm, I'm shocked. I thought it was going to be strike, holdout, whatever, however you want to talk about it in the NFL. And then it was like nothing. Couple of months, done deal. See you on September 7th. Baseball man is pulling teeth. These two sides don't trust each other, or should I say the the players don't trust the owners, no sh- nor should they. And the owners, I got no idea what they're doing. They're hiding behind their, you know, iron curtain, their ivory tower, doing whatever it is that they do. So if, and it is a capital I, capital F, they are not able to come to terms to keep baseball open and running then you have a serious problem. Then baseball tanks again. But right now, presuming that baseball is available, I think it's all good. It's 2 Tell New Honors, 1029 ESPN Radio. Quick break. On the other side, how about five different Montana high school rodeoers finishing in the top ten at the National High School Finals Rodeo this past week. Phenomenal results for a bunch of great Montana kids. We'll get to that right after this. 
Coulter, during this time where we got to be a little bit socially distanced, it's nice to know we can get out on the links and play a little bit of golf. And nobody better than Western Birch to get your round started right. That's right. Golf's been definitely one of my favorite pastimes during quarantine times. And it's recently landed my new Western Birch customized golf tees. Go check out Western Birch golf tees at westernbirch.com. These classy golf tees are made of 100% white birch hardwood and printed with high quality color right here in the United States. A company founded right here in Montana. These durable wood golf tees, perfect way for you to market your business. Just think, anytime you break a tee, your brand is sitting on the tee box forever. You can hand them out to your clients, your buddies, your golf partners, whoever. Great way to earn top of mind awareness while also playing a sport we all love. Again, you can check out all the cool designs online at westernbirch.com. Add your logo on a thousand of any of their tees for $150 delivered to your door. Give them to clients, friends, watch them get impressed by the quality of the look of a simple golf tee and by your creativity. Give Western Birch the opportunity to show you what they're talking about. Email and ask for Chad at info at westernbirch.com, info at westernbirch.com, or follow on Instagram and Facebook, westernbirch.com. Game number three has just gone in the books. A barn burner. The New York Metropolitans beat the Atlanta Braves. One zip. That game just finishing on ESPN television. Triple header on ESPN TV today for Major League Baseball, by the way. Uh, top of the second inning, no outs, Cincinnati. It's just taking the lead over Detroit, 2 nothing, And just underway in Tampa. The game of the day, the Toronto Blue Jays and the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, so, there you go. It's just nice to be able to say some scores. You know what I mean? Just to say some scores is something that's going on. This is great fun. It's 2 Tell on the one It's 1029 ESPN Radio. Happy to be with you on a Friday. Happy soon-to-be weekend. What are we, about 13 minutes away from 5 o'clock? I don't know why I keep insisting on the 5 o'clock thing. I know nobody, nobody is paying attention to 5 o'clock like it's some sort of regular workday across the state of Montana. We got farmers and ranchers. The sun is the only thing that matters. We got people in western Montana, the rivers, the lakes, the mountains. That's the only thing that matters. The clock is nature in Montana, not the dang clock. You know what I mean? Who's bound to that 5 o'clock thing? By the way, if you are, well, you know. I hear you. I am too, okay? I'm in, I'm in this boat. Uh, it is time for our prep extra segment. It is brought to us by the Farmer State Bank. Here's some exciting news, okay? Farmer State Bank is offering the Summer Better Sweepstakes a chance to win five grand. That's right, $5,000. Download their Money Mobile app and use Zelle to send money. Zelle, the easiest way to send money. There's no cost to it. You can just do it directly. During June and July, that's right now, okay? Just another week or so. Every time you send $5 or more using Zelle on the My Money app, you are entered into the sweepstakes automatically. You don't have to do anything else. Just use it the way you would use it to send the money you would send normally. Then you're entered, and at the end of this month, somebody's getting five grand. So that's a pretty good deal. Uh, go online, farmersebank.com for rules and details, and uh, get yourself uh, in the running for a little bit of money in a convenient way from Farmers State Bank. Uh, this is from 406mtsports.com. Five, five Montana kids have finished in the top 10 in their respective events at the NHSFR. That's the National High School Finals Rodeo. It began last Friday and it ended yesterday. So a full week of competition at the Lazy E Arena in Guthrie, Oklahoma. Um, I don't know about you, but I would have been all in to attend this for seven days at the Lazy E Arena in Guthrie. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, this is great, though. Helena's Sam Peterson had the best finish of all the Montanans. He placed second, second in bareback riding. His average scored 237 points, two points behind uh, the winner, Mason Stuller of Veneta, Oregon. But uh, second in bareback riding for Sam Peterson uh, by the way, East Helena's Caleb Nordstrom was tied for 11th in this event. There were 49 people in this thing, 49 participants. He got second. So, I mean, you know, 
That's pretty doggone good. Congratulations to him. Great Falls Cole Deaton. He finished with a steer wrestling average of 15.53 seconds. That was good enough for fifth out of 108 participants. Took fifth out of 108. Cash Rob, Cash Rob of Almut, Utah won the event. It is, it is ironic, isn't it, that the man's name, well, I guess the, the kid's name, the boy's name, Cash Rob. Isn't that illegal? Isn't that, you're not supposed to, to, to rob cash. Okay. All right. I know. Move on to tell. Uh, anyway, 13.01 seconds if you're wondering. By the way, Belgrade's, uh, Belgrade's Jaden Whitman was 12th in that event with an average time of 17.36 on the steer wrestling. So congratulations to all of them. Again, 108 kids participating in that a 12th place finish and a 5th place finish. Very, very uh, impressive. Uh, Jordan's Lacey Lawrence was 5th in barrel racing out of 168 athletes. I mean, this is more impressive as you go. Uh, 46.873. They're barrel racing to the thousandth of a second. That's how close this is. She was seven-tenths of a second behind the winner, which was uh, Jade Rindensbacher of Lakeshore, Utah. Uh, so just just behind her, but fifth overall out of 168. So congratulations to her. Helena's Haven Wolstein placed eighth in breakaway roping with a time of 10.13 seconds. And then Miles City's Harley Meggett. Harley Megan was ninth in pull bending, 61.173 seconds. Overall, excuse me, Montana finished 10th as a team, as a state, out of 39 participating states. What I would like to know is what are the 11 states that weren't in this? Have we got any guesses? Alaska? I would think Alaska would have some in there, just because they're so far away. Rhode Island? I mean, there's not a lot of road ro- rodeoing happening in Rhode Island. You know, that would be my guess. So, I, you know, if Rhode Island wasn't in there, Jersey, I don't know. There's some open places in Jersey, either horses and stuff like that. Delaware, I don't know. What are the 11 states that aren't doing it? Let's go, people. Get your, get your boys and girls together. Get them out on the ranch and get them working on this rodeo stuff. You know, let's go. Anyway, 10th overall, uh, the boys finished 10th uh, in total out of 33 states, and the girls finished 13th out of the state of Montana out of 36. So congratulations to both those sets of teams. Uh, that is fantastic stuff. And, uh, and I mean, a week-long competition, five top 10 uh, placings, outstanding. That is our prep extra segment. It's brought to us by the Farmers State Bank. Again, download the Farmers State Bank MyCard app. Move money using Zelle. When you send money using Zelle, you're going to be entered to win here at the end of the month. So it's just about a week left. So go ahead and get it done now. Thanks to the Farmer State Bank online at FarmersEbank.com. Hour number one in the books, hour two straight ahead. Day two of the Big Sky Conference football media days. We haven't heard any sound from any actual players yet. That's about to change in a big way. Samari Torre, the University of Montana, and Lewis Kidd from Montana State after this. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.